0: This is the world view of wrestling. (laughs) Halloween Havoc Edition. AEW and WWE continue their Wednesday night battle, albeit with fewer viewers than four weeks ago. The National Wrestling Alliance does something new by doing something old. We're going to be revisiting the best and worst moments of the forgotten Halloween Havoc pay-per-view. And this Thursday on Halloween night, WWE, returns to Saudi Arabia for another Crown Jewel event. You can listen to our shows online at WVOWradio.com on your computer, smartphone, or tablet. Just click Podcasts and Streaming. Listen live or anytime to watch your opinion, the Trading Post, and of course, I'm Stone, he's Bush, the Worldview of Wrestling. This is WVOW on WVOW Logan.
1: The Wednesday Night Wars are full-fledged on. AEW and WWE are meeting head-to-head every Wednesday night, and it's a month old now, and Mr. Stone, we're back, and I want to talk about the Wednesday Night Wars. It's the first time, uh, past Wednesday, the first time that they've both dropped below one million viewers. Well, I think the World Series has a lot to do with that. Some. Some. And uh, there's a lot going on in October. You know, you have Fall Fest, Trunk or Treats, all these different activities out for people to do. But pro wrestling, I'm feeling, may have oversaturated itself a little bit in terms of the markets. Because pro wrestling is literally on now every single day of the week, just about.
0: Well, yeah. 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 It, I, I counted it up. I, I think we got the 20 hours of new live wrestling programming.
1: Every week, every single week, and the NBA is back on. I know mm-hmm. some people are fans of that. I know I am. I tune into that. But pro wrestling is really still booming, but under a million views. And of course, everyone says the ratings are a work anyway. So well, not everybody.
0: Uh, there's a lot of money. It depends on those ratings. So I, I true. This doesn't really surprise me. It's it's a new time slot, new networks for both shows. So. Go, getting below a million viewers, it's not like they're really doing bad for the time slot that they're in, I guess, especially on cable and
1: broadcast. And Wednesday nights, of course, I know in our area, is uh, that's a church night for a lot of people. So, And, of course, that doesn't take into account people that DVR either because that's, your, that's a different rating altogether. With DVR now, ratings are nowhere near what they used to be.
0: Yeah, but you still have to take that into account. And I wonder if Eric Bischoff being fired had anything to do with these ratings going down. A lot of people, I don't know. A
1: lot of people have different ideas. Do you know know. why I think he was fired? I do not. I think he was hired just so he could be fired. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. I think Bischoff knew coming in that you're going to get this position. You're going to work with Vince McMahon. You're going to be the head of SmackDown or whatever. We're going to put you on Fox. If the ratings start to tank, we're going to let you go. Just as a move to show stockholders and to show fox executives hey we're not afraid to let people go to make this happen
0: well that's what's happened uh since the last time we were on the air uh eric bischoff was pretty much new to the position then. he is out bruce pritchard now the executive director of friday night smackdown i got a question for you is bruce pritchard if that is in fact what happened i don't know but
1: bruce pritchard is he the next on the chopping block Absolutely. (laughs) That job is basically your next in line at death row, pretty much. Bruce Pritchard is the kind of guy who will do as he's told. I don't know if maybe Eric Bischoff there was a little... I think we should do this or do this. Bruce always seems like the kind of guy that will do what he's told. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No. At all. I mean, he's long tenured in WWE. He did a lot of work in Houston with Paul Bosch back in the day, but he'll do what Vince McMahon wants. Vince McMahon is going to be hands on with this Fox deal. Uh, and Bruce. For a while.
0: Will- for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, he still has the XFL. I don't know. I mean, is is
0: he going to transition away to the XFL if the F, if if the XFL is a success this time? It won't be. Well, time will tell. They're doing it a lot differently now. They've actually put competent people in. Oliver Luck, West Virginia fame there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, who knows what's what's going to happen? But we do know- one
1: season, a champion. That's it. <laughs> that's what's happening, folks. Because the NFL is still king. The XFL, now, if the XFL wants to compete with the NFL, they will fail. But if they're only looking to be a niche product... That doesn't require a lot of hands-on. I think they would have to. Yeah, they have to to be. I think Vince is one of those guys who he doesn't really sleep anyway. Mm. So he's he's going to be so busy and wrapped up. So who knows?
0: Well, I'll say this about SmackDown. In my opinion, SmackDown, and I think everybody's going to be in agreement, SmackDown is probably the most well-produced wrestling show, and that's even with some new competition coming off the internet.
1: Yeah, I mean they're the best produced television show for wrestling that there is but how about a little old school feel on youtube as i call it the nwa power -er. a lot of r's in there but billy corgan owning the nwa they've debuted on youtube they're doing on tuesdays an hour 605 on tuesdays i love the 605 i was gonna say
0: i I love the 605
1: yeah that's great and they're going an hour each week it's studio wrestling no entrance music nothing like that it's very bone dry just simple basic pro wrestling and it's really good uh Nick Aldis is the NWA champion James Storm is the national champion uh, the rock and roll express yet. You heard me right. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson are the tag team champions for the ninth time. They're NWA tag team champions. And, uh, there's a lot of great talent on NWA power. I'm very much enjoying it. I've watched a
0: couple. I haven't watched a full episode, but I've watched, I watched the, uh, Nick Aldis match with, uh, was it Tim, Tim Storm, Storm? Tim you know? Storm. I watched that NWA title match. Nick Aldis is amazing. He's good. Uh, what I like about the show is, for one, it's an hour. Yeah. It draws you in, lets you go, doesn't take up a whole week. On top of that, all pro wrestling is having exciting, fun, want-to-watch wrestling matches. It's probably some of the best wrestling matches we've had in years. Here's Absolutely. my problem. The stuff that's supposed to be getting me to watch these great wrestling matches and fun wrestling matches that tell stories, the stories to get me to watch them...
1: No, no, great. NWA power a little bit different. It's, Absolutely, it's
0: not. It's not embarrassing to show somebody it's not a wrestling fan.
1: No, it's not. And, and you see, you know, there's some squash matches on there. Of course, and. Jim Cornette is on color commentary, so I'm in, I'm in <laughs> yeah, right there. You got to like Jim. I love Jim. Joe Galley does a great job on commentary there as well. They're doing a great job. Dave Lagana, Billy Corgan, and those guys. I'm really enjoying NWA power. It's I find myself looking forward to it each week, whereas a lot of times with all the WWE and the AEW content, yeah. and maybe I'm not looking forward to it. Like, I will want to watch it, but I'm not like, oh, man, this new episode of, of Raw is coming on. I got three hours to watch. With NWA Power, I'm like, oh, man, NWA Power's on. I need to check this out. I agree. I agree. But let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Because, you know, this
0: is the Halloween edition. It is. The Halloween Havoc edition. We're going to be talking about Halloween Havoc There's been a some bit. scary stuff going on recently <laughs> this month. Yes. Let's talk about this Wednesday in Charleston, West Virginia. Absolutely. You got the finals for the AEW Tag Team Championship, the Lucha Bros. Versus SCU.
1: Yeah, and they couldn't have picked two better teams, honestly, to be in the finals. We'll be there. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, you know, this week,
0: I'm going to be trying to get a hold of somebody. We might be you know, staying
1: hey, a little longer. Do what we got to do. But SCU. And the Lucha Bros, the tag team titles are on the line. AEW will be in Charleston. First television taping in Charleston since Monday Nitro in, I believe, the year 2000.
0: Were they there? I remember they were there yeah. like in the NWO, though they had a pay per view.
1: Yeah, Sold Out
0: 99 was there. Well, there you go. Yeah, so. I, well, it's going to be live on TNT if you can't be. At the arena in Charleston, at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. That's what it's called now. Yeah, and it should
1: be be a great night of wrestling action. All the AEW stars will be there, and I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, AEW's television, though, I'm not going to say I've been super impressed. It just seems like, to me, it seems like it's WWE light. And there's, there's some differences. Now I'm not saying that I feel
0: that it's just Monday nitro made over with different letters.
1: I could possibly see that too, but necessarily everybody copies what WWE does (laughs) in terms of production. And you're not going to beat them in production. It's not going to happen. That's why I think I look forward to NWA so much because I don't feel like I'm watching a WWE light product. Whereas I'm watching AEW, and the wrestling is good for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's some things on there I don't like, Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy being one of them.
0: Well, the, I, but I don't
1: like Baron Corbin on WWE. Well, so they, I mean, are, hey, not everything's going to make you happy. That's that's the what we should take away from all this. And speaking of not being happy, oh goodness.
0: Since we were last on the oh, air, oh man, hell in a cell. Definitely a memorable pay-per-view this
1: year for, for all the wrong reasons. Well, here's my kind of like the Hindenburg is remembered. <laughs> well, it kind of crashed there, Dan. Uh, boy, too, too, boy too. didn't Just, it? Here's my thing:
0: you had two Hell in a Cell matches. Becky Lynch, two belts. Well, one belt. How many belts? The One man, belt.
1: She's still the man, right? She is the man. Well, and I guess that lawsuit stuff's over with because... I think Rick got a little extra payday in his envelope. Well, I'd say so. He's going to Saudi Arabia this Thursday well, There you night. go. I mean...
0: Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title. Oh, it was it was so much fun. It was good. It really was good. It was a lot of fun. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Seth Rollins for the Universal title. Now, you and I have went back and forth. Let's get a little bit of it here before we get the Crown Jewel card. Y- your thoughts. Terrible.
1: (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. Uh, The Rollins, the best thing about the match was Bray Wyatt walking to the ring. Uh, That was the best part of the match. Uh, The Hell in a Cell still red. I hate that. Then they doused it with red lighting, which made the entire arena look like the inside of a ketchup bottle. And then on top of it, you do a no contest finish, which inside of a match that is made for a definition finish terrible 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 i was disappointed with the end of it here's
0: my thing number 1 i don't mind the red cage i don't think they need to do
1: a red cage it, it's the least of my worries at this point there but i but i do want to point out that i don't like it okay the red lights i didn't mind that because if
0: they were going to start doing that for every Hell in a Cell match, I would, I would just be like, well, there's no reason to do it at all. Doing it for this match, it made sense, and it didn't bother me that bad. Now, the end of the match. The story they were telling, I didn't mind. Here's my problem. Coming up this this Halloween, this Thursday, you got the return match. The Fiend, Seth Rollins, Saudi Arabia, Falls County, anywhere. That part bothers me more than the actual Hell in a Cell finish, and here's why. He tried to pin The Fiend, couldn't do it. He got him on the ground. He's hit him in the head. He's got ladders. He's da- The referee throws it out. Okay, you're telling the story, right? The story is he can't get a fall on him. Why are they doing a p- falls count anywhere? Last man standing, and I could see it now. You do everything you did in the hell in the cell. You get down. He's da- He's been laid out. The referee, eight, nine, and he springs up with the spider thing, the back bend. He comes mean. up. He he's made the count, and then... But here's the problem. Every time I work the Hell in a Cell match and this match coming up, every time I work it out, it comes out with Bray Wyatt winning. It, he almost needs to. He he doesn't need the title. Neither one the, of them. He doesn't need the title, but the he titles, needs to win. The titles need Him, in my opinion. He is the most over. He is now a wrestling version of Michael Myers. Jason Voorhees, he's the bad guy that people love and they want to cheer for. They've put so much into him. Just do the double turn. Turn Seth. Turn him heel. Turn Bray Wyatt face. If you put the belt on Bray Wyatt, you have a reason for your biggest star, in my opinion. Brock Lesnar is the only one up there with Bray. You have a reason to keep him going back and forth between the two shows now. But I'm worried. Are they going to, like, do that?
1: They're notoriously known <laughs> for taking too long to make something happen, striking while the iron's hot. They did it a few times, and it works out. But one problem I have with the whole situation is if you don't want Bray to win the title, don't put him in the title match! That's You've good made point. him the most over babyface on a complete accident. You tried to make him a monster heel... But he doesn't do heel like things. Heels run. Heels are cowards sometimes. Heels try to cheat. Bray Wyatt has not cheated. Bray Wyatt, the only thing Bray Wyatt is guilty of is having a cool entrance, cool entrance music, and a cool mask, and he doesn't back down. And the most over wrestler
0: in all of wrestling right now. He is even with this thing people hated it they were booing at the end of hell's Cell. they were cheering aew the meltzer Well, we we won't
1: go in don't how get me started is, please but, I'm not allowed to curse on this show him
0: or somebody else they the reports were that Vince McMahon was laughing about it.
1: Well, take it with a grain of
0: salt. I don't see Vince McMahon being like, "Oh, we got to switch gears now because they're they're chanting AEW." He's probably gonna send him a bill for the extra publicity.
1: But anyway, crown right. well, jewel. Besides that, yeah, we got Saudi Mania is coming up on <laughs> Halloween this Thursday. Team um, Hogan, Team Flair. Who you got? I don't. I don't even <laughs> care. I'm so over these Saudi Arabia events. Like, yeah. I, I mean, if I got to make a prediction, Team Hogan will win the match. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. it's just one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not. I probably won't even watch. Truth be told. I'm, I, I, the Bray Wyatt's got me. I, he's, he is. If I watch opinion. one match, that's the match I'm watching.
0: Well, you also got two other matches. We'll throw them out there real quick. I don't think there's going to be much to them. Tyson Fury, the lenial heavyweight undefeated boxing champion. <laughs> yeah. Because boxers and wrestlers that always ends well uh, uh, Taking on, uh, the monster among men, Braun Strowman. I'm going to go with Tyson Fury on this. If t- Why would Tyson Fury sign up to lose? Why? Well, you know, it just depends on how he feels about it. I would actually think it's kind
1: of cool if he were to lose because nobody's expecting him to. But anyway, also. And and speaking of waste of time, let's talk about (laughs) Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez um, for the WWE Championship. Of course, uh. because Cain Velasquez deserves a WWE title match. I hate to sound like an old, bitter man, but who'd he ever beat? Oh, he, he beat Brock Lesnar, but it yeah, was in, in the UFC. UFC, but it doesn't matter. Who's
0: he beating in a wrestling ring? I know that Brock had a really good uh, segment with Rey Mysterio and them on, on SmackDown again. I think Cain Velasquez is going to lose... I this, mean, he's not really. A, what's going to happen is he going a, to be? This in is WWE? a bad.
1: This is a bad episode of Bully Beatdown. Well, that's what this has turned into. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Get to a break and get back so we can talk about Halloween Havoc. Let's do it. You're listening to the Worldview of Wrestling. It's Bush and Stone WVOW on WVOW. Let me in.
0: world view of wrestling we're back on the air i'm aaron stone along with our co-host here nathan bush and nathan to today in wrestling history we have a few of them right this day Day in in
1: wrestling wrestling history history. well back in 2008 11 years ago ring of honor fired and replaced co-founder and booker gabe sapolsky With former NWA champion Adam Pearce, Sapolsky then went on to start Dragon Gate USA and Devolve, a couple of uh, small companies you may have heard of that really take a lot of talent and send them to NXT. So he's done nice for himself, Gate Pass. This This day day in in wrestling wrestling history. history. Also 11 years ago, Hulk Hogan announced he would be signing with TNA Impact along with Eric Bischoff. Both would soon be let go after they pretty much destroyed any chance TNA Impact ever had. They took away the six sides and pretty much killed, uh, killed the company. I wonder if they were brought in just to be fired. So <laughs> it might seem. This, this day, day in wrestling, wrestling history. history. And 28 years ago today in 1991, I was one year old. The one of the worst wrestling concepts made it to air. Jim Hurd, if you're out there, thanks for this. Uh, the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view in 1991, the Chamber of Horrors match featured Gigante, Sting, and the Steiner brothers. They defeated Abdullah the Butcher, the Diamond Stud, better known as Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, Cactus Jack, and Big Van Vader, They did so by putting Abdullah the Butcher inside of the smaller cage... Into an electric chair. They electrocuted him. They electrocuted him on live television. And the funniest part about it, if you Just go back and watch, awful. Just if you awful. go back and watch the switch. Don't go back and watch it. No, yeah, go back and watch it. Go back and yet. watch it, because, <laughs> but, but don't do it more than
0: once. Don't show it to anyone that's not a wrestling fan. It is embarrassing. The switch
1: to start the electrocution kept falling during the <laughs> match. And and they did so The referee actually climbed the cage One time and put it back up And then As Cactus Jack was climbing to turn The electrocution switch on Because they thought they had Rick Steiner in the seat It fell again And Cactus Jack lifted it up And then pulled it down To turn it on It was terrible. Uh, four WWE Hall of Famers in that match, and uh, could be five if Vader is posthumously inducted. But Well, we're talking about uh, Halloween Havoc. We need to get some Halloween
0: Havoc music. That's right. 30 years ago, Halloween Havoc, there were only 12 Halloween Havoc pay-per-views ever. Yeah, the the first two were in NWA. Yeah, and then WCW came about, and they did the last ten. There was some good stuff on there, man.
1: There was. Oh, there was
0: some bad
1: stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to one of my personal favorites. What you got? I got Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero title versus mask for the cruiserweight championship. I just watched this the other day. That was Halloween Havoc 1997. That's one of my personal favorite matches. That
0: it's so good. It, it really, really is. Was now. I didn't watch that one. Was that the one where he was, his costume was a comic book character?
1: Yeah, it was the purple bodysuit, Ray wore. Was that the parasite from Superman? I think so. See, that's
0: really, really cool. Because that's not one of the big, anyway. That's not one of the big, big villains for Superman. Yeah,
1: and that was a a good memory from Halloween Havoc. If you go back and watch the great Muda and Terry Funk from the inaugural Halloween Havoc, Team up to face Sting and Ric Flair with Bruno San Martino as a special referee. Ole Anderson in the corner of Sting and Ric Flair and really sort Gary, of like Hart. A, Gary Hart was in the corner of uh, Terry Funk and Great Muda in the Thunderdome cage. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like the precursor
0: to the Hell in a Cell. Now, what if they made the Hell in a Cell that bar kind of cage and it was
1: red? I may accept that. That's fine, isn't it? It, it might be because it's... The red cage makes it hard to see with the chain link, but like that, it would be different. It'd be like the old blue cage they used Mm -hmm. to have, and Mm -hmm. I was okay with that, but I like the Thunderdome cage. Um, Any good memories you have from Halloween Havoc? Well, some of
0: the ones I remember, like, I think of uh, Halloween Havoc 1995 because... You had the giant, or the big show, as he would later become. Uh, He was the orphaned illegitimate stepson of Andre the Giant or something like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was like Andre's first son, twice removed. That was his debut.
0: Yeah. Uh, Halloween Havoc, he was taking on Hulk Hogan. Uh, No, he wasn't Hollywood yet, but he was wearing... It was like he was Sad Hogan. He had the black Yeah, Yeah. Sad Hogan. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's Sad Hogan. They were having a wrestling match for the world title. I think Jimmy Hart turned on him, and then you had the what was the yeti or
1: no 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 the yeti the yeti tony the- shivani went on to say the reason he said it like that was because it was so stupid. Oh yeah, it was real. Then he just had to over exaggerate it.
0: Actually, I thought the finish of the match wasn't all that bad with uh, Jimmy Hart turning on him and having some of the guys coming. They out, missed
1: it. They the, missed Jimmy's turn. Yeah, they totally
0: did. If you watch, there's nothing to do about it because I mean that's just the footage. They totally missed it, and I watched that on home video because we didn't have pay per view. I watched it on home video. We got it at the little the little video rental place at Switzer, it was in a double-wide trailer right beside Route 44 mm-hmm. or, or Main Island Creek in between. Right there, I rented this video, and I watched it when you had to wait for the video to come out, and they totally missed it. And they knew that they missed it, the yeah.
1: commentators, and there's a, the people in the audience were telling, the ref missed it, the cameraman missed Everybody <laughs> it. Everybody missed it. Because they were so busy with the camera trying to put it on Ron Reese, bless his heart, Dressed up <laughs> as a bad mummy, oh. and then they began this awkward choking of Hulk Hogan. The in big, the, room. the big group hug. It was a huge group <laughs> hug. It was, it was <laughs> And you know what? We completely skipped over the fact that before this happened that night, earlier in the night. Uh, the big show, the giant, whatever you want to call him, after losing the monster truck sumo match on top of Kobo Hall, this is so stupid. They welded them together. I didn't yeah. know that they
0: did that with monster trucks. I always saw them just. I thought they were going to be jumping the stuff. But when I was a kid, you know, I mean, it's a wrestling show. Why are there monster trucks? Well, you got a big monster. Whatever it doesn't. And matter. then he got knocked off the building. He <laughs>
1: fell off the building. <laughs> <laughs> he fell to his, his death. death. But lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, he was all right. He was fine. They never even mentioned never, they never mentioned, mentioned his death. He fell. Never off. mentioned that he, he fell. Fell off a Cobo Hall. He didn't just uh, fall off of like you know a building. He fell off the top of this building. It's a it's a an arena. Is where yeah. Oh <laughs> my! Is where the Pistons play. It's awful. The Sheik had run there years before. Oh my goodness! Now that
0: was the same pay per view. My favorite Halloween Havoc: Ric Flair and Sting. There's a.
1: There's a little bit of a
0: thing going on yeah. between those guys, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. They took on Arn Anderson, Brian Pillman, the big double cross Sting. He's fighting the match by himself because supposedly Ric Flair was attacked by his former best friend Arn Anderson. And yeah, Brian they had Gelman. done
1: the match the month before: Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair. Really at good war game, fall brawl. Yeah, it was actually very good. This was cool because Ric Flair, of course, turned on
0: Sting for his buddy Arn Anderson, and. This led to my personal favorite Four Horsemen lineup of Flair, Anderson, Pillman, and Benoit. I'm I'm a classic guy. I'll take. Uh, well, of course, anybody could be into the
1: original. I'm not the original, actually. I go Flair, Tully, Arn, and Barry. That's my favorite. Yeah, well, whatever. So, uh, also on 95, <laughs> not to blow at off or anything. Uh, 95,
0: little opening match for the TV title Johnny B. Bad, Mark Marrow. Or the ex husband of Brock Lesnar's wife, <laughs> 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 however you want to put it. Uh, he defeated Diamond Dallas Page. I remember this program with these two. Uh, Is I think it started. I think this was the first match. I loved it. Johnny took DDP's wait, belt. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Was this down on his luck, DDP, that had had all this belt, money yeah. and
0: lost all, lost it all? Took his belt, then he lost the, the Diamond Doll. Yeah, lost Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly. Lost, yeah, then. DDP lost all his money to Johnny. Yeah. I remember DDP would come out to wrestle. He had holes in his tights, and he had the... The, 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 the nub. very
1: nub cigar <laughs> that he used to come out with that was just looked like it had been smoked 24 times. It all started on that Halloween
0: Havoc. It, it did. did. It, and I remember the promo leading up to that when... Johnny was supposed to come to get his title match. I think it was at 6.05 on Saturday night with Saturday Night Wrestling. Yeah. He came on there, and he was late, and he shows up. He's got oil on his face and the hands. He's grimy, and he's like, I had a flat tire. And DDP's like, it doesn't matter, man. You're late. Yo, I don't care that you had four flat tires. I, said, I didn't
1: say how many tires." <laughs> 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 Love Classic, classic. Great, great, but- great. Those are some of our Halloween Havoc memories, good, bad, and uh, in the case of uh, I would, would ninety five, the ugly.
0: Right, I would recommend nineteen ninety three Vader and Cactus Jack and a and a genuine Texas. That was death a good match. one. Oh yeah. The Road Warriors and the Skyscrapers? You
1: you let everybody know who the Skyscrapers are. No, don't watch that match. Oh, what? It wasn't that bad. Any match featuring Sid Vicious and Dan Spivey, (laughs) I will gladly pass on.
0: Oh, man, Teddy Long was there.
1: That means there was a tag team match, player.
0: Well, the worst one... Well, I don't know. Yet had Piper and Hogan had a steel cage match. I actually
1: didn't mind that because Randy Savage jumped off of the top of that cage that night. He did. And he fell for what felt like 10 years off of that cage. Oh, my... I believe Piper debuted in WCW the year before at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, know? and then fought Hogan at Starrcade 96 that he year. Beat Hogan every time they wrestled in
0: WCW, I remember. Never for the title. The for title was never reason, on the line. But just whatever. Uh, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior had their return match at Halloween Havoc. Now
1: this is 1998. one 1998.
0: This is one that they should probably just cut from the pay-per-view on the WWE network.
1: Uh, they should they should actually take uh, so Halloween bad. Havoc 1998 and just remove it from it, history.
0: Hogan was supposed to be doing a, a flash paper and Yeah, the flash Warriors paper home. went
1: off in his hand. It burned his eyebrows. Burned off. his eyebrows off and Hogan's, then Hogan's yeah, eyebrows. And then they did the Horace Hogan angle. Yeah, you heard me. Halloween Havoc 98 it if it comes down to that or watching something else, pick something else. It's it's or not just good. get the Goldberg DDP at the end.
0: Sp- which nobody got to watch that. Yeah, in that off, that was the one that got cut off because they went too long. They went uh, on the three paper hours
1: paper. and fifteen minutes, and they didn't extend oh. the window. They had to give that match away for free on Nitro, and it was the best match on the card, which ain't saying much because it featured Bill Goldberg, but. Never it was probably less. one of
0: the best matches he ever. Had. Well, the worst. Probably. It was
1: the best match he ever had. It's not as bad as the Chamber of Horrors. No, but, nothing's that bad.
0: But Sting and Jake the Snake Roberts. It oh, was a man. wheel
1: of death.
0: Spin the wheel, make the deal. Yeah, that that's never worked. All the matches on the wheel, and it lands on the coal miner's glove. And I asked you, do you think that they really? It was like no, a legit. <laughs> and you were like, no, it was planned to do that. I was like. Why wouldn't they just schedule it like that? Why would you? Everybody had to be let down. They're like, Um, it's the, it's a coal miners glove
1: match. Now the coal miners glove match would have drawn, you know, in the seventies that would draw, that was a good drawing card. That was a big match because is there even such a. Actual thing is a coal
0: miner's. Glove. The whole concept I of mean, a coal co- miners.
1: The whole concept of a coal miner's glove was supposed to be a glove that's got the metal endings to protect your fingers. If you're working in the coal mines, that way if something falls on it, doesn't hurt your hands. Like a steel toe boot. I have never seen
0: this apparatus on any. It's wrestling, man. I've never seen that on a coal miner. I've never heard a coal miner's like man left my left my mining gloves at home. Like
1: it's like oh, I got an extra pair. That's just whatever gloves you have on. You're I'm, talking about a sport where a man was pushed off a Cobo <laughs> Hall and he won the world title later that night while oh. helping a mummy choke Mr. Nanny. I'm surprised that they even got it all on film because they missed everything else. You're telling but me, but... he did. Uh, Jake the Snake did take a cobra bite at the end of it. And then disappeared from wrestling until 1996. That was his last match in WCW. There you go. Not as bad as the Chamber of Horrors, but bad nonetheless. Oh. Uh, you know what? Chamber Horrors was better than Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins telling a sales ending. I said it. No, it was not. All Did right. You take that back I right now. Not. You know
0: it's not true. I will
1: not. And we will be right back right after this on WVOW, The World View of Wrestling. I'm Bush Stone. We'll be right back. We're back on The World View of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. And now is one of our favorite segments on the show, Mr. Aaron Stone. Stooge of the Month! And this month's Stooge of the Month, I believe we were unanimous in our voting. WWE 2K20. Absolutely. My goodness. It's a new video game from WWE and
0: our folks at 2K, and apparently there are so many glitches. It's terrible.
1: They're actually giving refunds. Yeah, it's bad. Um, apparently, they tried to rebuild the game from the ground up. Didn't work. Well,
0: <laughs> you could you could see more of that. Go to YouTube and just search WWE 2K20 glitches. There are thousands. Yeah,
1: there's a lot. And uh, I normally get the video games. I didn't pre-order this one. Mm. Good call on my part.
0: Well, I, Well, the funny thing is the people who are playing it, seem to be having a ball, so I'm 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 suggesting they probably got their money's worth. I'm oh,
1: sure. Um, I want to bring up one thing before we get out of here. All-Star Wrestling in Madison, West Virginia. November the 9th. Make sure you're there. You're not going to want to miss it. Gilbert will be in the house. Gilbert. James Ellsworth will be there. And former fabulous Freebird Jimmy Jam Garvin will Jimmy be Jam. there. Jimmy Jam. Also gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. We'll be in the house. Come hang out. All the great, talented stars from All-Star Wrestling will be there as well. So much going on in Madison, so make sure you get there. Check it out. Tickets at the door, $13. First two row, $15. Don't miss it. Be in the house at ASW, the Madison Civic Center in Madison, West Virginia. And I hope you've enjoyed our... Halloween Havoc edition
0: of the Worldview of Wrestling. You can listen to our shows online at wvowradio.com on your computer, smartphone, or tablet. You just click on Podcasts and Streaming. Listen live or anytime to What's Your Opinion, The Trading Post, and, of course, my man Bush and me, Aaron Stone. Worldview of Wrestling, that's WVOW on WVOW Logan. Out of here. Stay up with The Worldview of Wrestling on Facebook at our official page, The Worldview of Wrestling.